This is the Kitzer of the first Sicha of Parshas Boy in Chelech Hafalef on page 55. The Rebbe begins with the Pasik in this week's Parsha, And Rashi brings on this, on the words, two different interpretations. Either means when the night is divided. And ein chatzayis shem here is not a noun, doesn't mean midnight, but it means the action, meaning when it's divided. And Rashi brings rayas for this. Another pshat, Rabbi Seinu Darshu, that it means kemoi keba chatzayis halayla, v'omru shoma moishe kachatzayis, the mashma samuchloi, moishe Rabbeinu actually said to Pare, that the makkah will happen approximately midnight. And the reason he said this is, Shema Because otherwise, if he's going to say that it's precisely at Chatzais, they may not identify that time properly, and then they'll accuse Meish Rabbein of being a liar. And then Ashi concludes, Hashem himself knows his times and his moments, and Hashem did say that the Makkah will be Bachatzais. So all the Mepharshim here say, that the question that Rashi is coming to address is, how could the Pasuk say that Moshe Rabbeinu is saying that the Makkah will happen approximately Chatzais? The Gemara asks on this, Is there any doubts by he- at heaven, by the Ebishter, when something could ha- would happen? When a human being says something, so he uses this term, approximate. And this is other examples where you see that the Ke means approximate. But over here by the Ebishter, there can't be any doubts. So how could it say with a Chofa Dimyan? So therefore Rashi gives the two interpretations, either the Chof does not mean approximate, it just means when the night is divided, or Moshe Rabbeinu did say approximately because he knew that the astrologers of Pada, Yitztagnine Pada, would make a mistake otherwise. But the question over here is, why can't we simply say that the Eibishter actually said, and Moshe Rabbeinu is communicating, that the Makkah will come approximately Chatzais? Eibishter did not give an exact timing. Now, simply, the reason you can't say this is because when the Makkah actually, hap- actually happens later in the Pasuk, it says, And there the Pasuk says, that the Makkah came exactly at Chatzais. But this is a later Pasuk. If that was the proof of Rashi, Rashi would have quoted that Pasuk here, which the Ben Chomish Lamikra did not learn yet. Over here, though, when it says, it's possible to say that it just means approximately Chatzais. So what forces Rashi here to say? There must be something in the context of this Pasuk itself that forces Rashi to say that the Makkah will be exactly at Chatzai Salayla. Another question is, Rashi here brings two pshatim. And the second pshat Rashi says, Rabbi Seinu Darshu, it's only a drash. Why is the second pshat only a drash? It seems to be a pretty good and simple pshat on the Pasuk. And you can't say because in the first pshat, chatzais is a verb and not a noun, and that is more simple than to say that it's a noun, because that's not true. Usually chatzais in the Pasuk actually is a shame dover, it is a noun. So over here, the second pshat of Rashi seems to be very, just as good in the pshat of the Pasuk. Why is Rashi referring to it as just as a drash? Also, Moshe Rabbeinu is afraid that he's going to be accused of being a badoi, a liar. Why is Moshe Rabbeinu so concerned about this to the point that he's ready to change what the Abish just said, Bachatzais, to Kachatzais, approximately Chatzais? Another question here is when Rashi says, This edition of Rashi, so it's brought in the Medrash, but the question is, why does Rashi have to quote this at all? And what's, what's Rashi saying with this? Simply, we could say that the Abish himself, told Moshe Rabbeinu to say, Kachatzais. So Moshe said Kachatzais, and Hashem said Kachatzais as well. The other question here is, why does Rashi in the Dibir Amaschal quote both words, Kachatzais, Halayla? 
if the whole thing that Rashi is coming to address is just the word kachatzais. So the key to understand this Rashi is when Rashi says, Zehu When Rashi explains the first pshat, he says, this is the simple pshat, which explains the context of the Pasuk. So from this we can see that what's bothering Rashi here is, is not just the chaf in the word chatzais. Rather, it is something in the broader context of the Pasuk here that's bothering Rashi. And that's as follows. Why is Hashem at all giving a timing for this makkah? By most of the makkahs, we don't find any timing given. There are certain makkahs where there is an approximate time given of a day. There's the makkah of Barad, where there's an exact time given regarding the time when it will come. And the Sarat Leisrita B'Kaisal, when the sun will come to that spot on the wall, that's when the makkah will happen. But that was for a specific reason. So the Yorid Var Hashem can take in his cattle and so on. But here though, what's the point of giving this exact time? Which we don't find by other makkahs. So this forces Rashi to say that there must be over here something unique about the timing of this Makkah. This is a part of the Makkah itself. It expresses the Ani Yaitse, the greatness of the Ebesha, that he's bringing the Makkah in this exact time. So now the question becomes, but if you're saying that it's only in an approximate time, so then how does that in any way express that the Ebesha is going to bring the Makkah in an exact time? By Barad, over there, Hashem says the Makkah is going to happen in an exact time when, the, when it comes to this point, the sun and the wall. And over here, it's only in an approximate time. How does that express the greatness of Hashem? So therefore, Rashi brings in the first pshat that Kachatzei Salayla means Kehechalek Alayla. Kehechalek Alayla means when the night is divided, which is actually something which is very unique, a certain point in time which is beyond anything that a human being can measure. When you say Chatzai Salayla, it simply means midnight, which is referring to a certain point within the duration of time. But when you say when the night is divided, what that means is you're dividing two parts of the knife. One half belongs to the first half and the other half belongs to the second half. And there's that point in between, which is not the first half and not the second half. That's something which is, expresses the greatness of the Eibishter, which is Yedei Eitav Uragav, and is able to divide the time to this point. That expresses the that the Eibushter brings the Makkah in that point to such a degree of preciseness beyond anything that a human being could do. That's the first pshat of Rashi, and this is why this is a simple pshat which expresses the greatness of the Eibushter. However, Rashi is still bothered by the fact that the Pasik says, Kachatzais. The simple meaning of Kachatzais, Chatzais usually just simply means midnight, not dividing the night. And the Chaf would mean approximately midnight. So if the whole point there is to express the greatness of Hashem, that He's dividing the night, or that it's exactly at midnight, why use a term, which means approximate simply, which leads to the mistake that the opposite is true, that Hashem is not being very midaic in the time. So therefore, Rashi says the second shot, that when it says, what this means is that Hashem said, and we must say that Hashem said, because otherwise there's no point in giving the time here at all. That's why Rashi adds that point in the second shot. That's a key point here. But Meish Rabbeinu switched and said, is approximately because of his concern of the Tzagnine Pare that may not get it right. So that's why we understand that this is only a drash, it's not the Pshara, the Pasik, because it basically comes out that there were two different things that were said here. The Ebesha says, Bachatzais, Meish Rabbeinu says, Kachatzais. So that's only a drash. According to the first Pshat, Kehecholek Alayla, there was one statement said here, which is Kehecholek Alayla, you don't have to say that there's two different things here. And there's another point here, though, to understand the first Pirish of Rashi. Now, seemingly, 
you can ask that the whole Piddush is, is not acceptable because if we're talking over here about the fact that the Ebesha could identify that Nukuda, which is beyond any measurable time, and that's when he brings the Makkah, and that's the greatness of the Ebesha. But if this is beyond being measured by any human being, so then what's the greatness that's being expressed from the Ebesha here? Not Paroi or any of his servants will anyways be able to identify this. But if you look into the second Piddush of Rashi, when he also talks about the greatness of the Makkah, that it comes in a precise time, Rashi says that, uh, that it's the ones that may make a mistake about this are the astrologers of Pare. The reason why Rashi says specifically the astrologers of Pare is because they did have a power to see in the stars and so on, to see the, uh, the exact timing of when Hashem does something. So therefore, usually they do get it right. And they will be able to identify this greatness of Hashem that He brings it at that exact point of time. However, in the second shot, Ashi says, they do in generally have the ability to see this, but nevertheless, there is a concern though that they won't get it right over here. But because we're talking about the astrologers of Padai, so therefore, what Ashi says in the first Piddish, that they will see the greatness of Hashem, is true. They, can, they, can have, they have the power to see this. However, then the Rebbe continues here and says that when Ashi says, what it's saying over here is that the way the Makkah actually ended up happening is beyond any concept of time that's measurable by any human being, including the astrologers of Parai, or the uh, stargazers of Parai, and including Bilam, which the Gemara tells us that he was able to see the exact timing of uh, what the way Hashem does things. And this is based on what Ashi already said earlier in Parshas Bereshis, where it says, that the idea of Chot Asaira is that there is a concept of a rega, a certain moment which is humanly possible to measure. The, the, the Ebenezer says that with certain instruments, with technology maybe, you're today, you're able to measure that timing. But then there's something which is beyond timing that's in nature for a human being to measure. And that's that the way the Makkah actually ended up happening is in this moment beyond time that's humanly possible to identify. And that's what Rashi means when he says that this expresses a revelation of a Makkah that comes from the Abishter beyond anything that we can measure here in this world.